Hi and welcome. This is Tim Hoffman of THASecurity.com. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the kinds of things that you can do to follow up with the business of one. Last uh, podcast we talked about the business of one and I said we're all in business for ourselves and we have to get to know ourselves really well, get to know what we want to do, why we want to do it understand who our customers are. And sometimes if we're in a company, our customers are our boss. Sometimes our customers are co-workers. Sometimes our customers are the subordinates that work for you or around you. Most of us work in teams nowadays. Now, each of us knows that we have to get certain things done during every day. Each and every day we have to get certain things done. There are a few things that are essential to get done that make everyone's lives better in your workplace, the work around you. Now, I know a lot of us are working from home, but let's talk about understanding exactly what we have to get done. What does it mean to get stuff done? I'm going to title this episode, Getting Stuff Done. So the first thing in getting stuff done is to know your job. Know the parameters of your job. Sit back for a second, and if you haven't done so recently, pull out the job description and understand every line, every word. Understand every specific piece of the job. Now, regardless of what it says in the job description, and it will say a line like, uh, and other duties as assigned, regardless of what it says in that description, your real job is to make your boss successful. I know this sounds strange, but it's assumed that you're working doing what you want to do because you want to have a logical progression. You want to grow. You want to learn. You want to keep learning. And at some point, you will step into that next higher rung on the ladder. To do that, You have to understand the real job is to make the job go faster, go more efficient, have more ideas, have more uh, abilities to make the job smoother and make the job such that your boss is successful. If your boss isn't successful, your boss isn't really going to be able to support you. There are no exceptions to this rule ever. None. Zero not a nil. Make your boss successful. Now, to make your boss successful, you have to understand the job and your boss's job. And your boss's job, believe it or not, this is going to sound contrary, your boss's job is to make you more successful. How's that for a little... Chinese torture, if you will, that little uh, that little uh, piece that goes on your fingers to to try to get you to pull your fingers out doesn't work, does it? So your job is to make your boss successful. Your boss's job is to make you more successful. How do you do that? So the way you do that is you communicate in very plain language. You make your comments, your inputs, very plain, very succinct, very to the point. Now, every boss is busy. 
And by that, what I mean is bosses in general are busy people and they don't have the time or the inclination to wade through the piles of acronyms and business uh, jargon and uh, lawyer words. They don't want things to be complicated because they're thinking about their boss and they're thinking about the customer and they're thinking about a horizon that you may or may not be seeing at the moment. So when you're dealing with your boss, speak and write in short sentences. Use the fewest words possible to make your point. Make that point clear and understandable. And then stop talking, stop writing, stop communicating. In other words, Don't overwhelm your boss. Your goal is to get the information to the boss so that it can be acted on. And the philosophy is your boss just needs to say yes or no. If you have not done your job, your boss is going to ask you a thousand questions. If you've done your job to do the thinking on on your position, you've thought about making a recommendation. Your power is to recommend to your boss. And to do that, you have to have the facts and figures. Once you've recommended, once you've communicated that information, stop. Don't over-communicate. Now, your boss is expecting you to provide solutions. That's what you were hired for. You were not hired to complain. It's too rainy, it's too dry, it's too sunny, it's too hot, it's too cold. My car it, my dog it. The complainers of the world take up the boss's time and the boss doesn't want an existence like that. No one wants to be near Nelly negative. I apologize to the Nellies of the world. The point is the the negative complainers that are constantly saying things just to say I've got something to complain about. Don't be that person. Nothing is more irritating or more boring than listening to someone bitch about things that they're not willing to change. If you're going to complain, have a solution, have tried the solution, or at least give your boss the information about the solution that you're willing to change. Show the solutions. Don't show the negative parts. So don't bring up a problem unless you've got the solution to propose or you're willing to take the advice the boss gives you so that you can go to the next level. Now, the next piece of uh, getting stuff done is to have your bosses back. When you see that your boss is about to make a decision that's going to go over a precipice or off the cliff, it is your responsibility to attempt to convince him or her to make a different one. Make your best case. Again, it comes down to communication. Express yourself clearly. However, once the decision is actually made, do your very best to make it work regardless of whether you think it was the right one or not. Your boss has other facts that you are not privy to and probably won't be privy to, so do your best to get things rolling, get things taken care of. Have your bosses back. Now, this should never have to be said, but take your job seriously. 
your boss will appreciate individual an individual who truly cares about what they do and they're willing to take the time and energy and effort to achieve a deep understanding of what they're doing bosses need people who have unique expertise if everybody could do it that means it's easy it's the hard that makes it great you don't have to be a pro at everything but you should definitely have a specific area of knowledge that your boss values. Now, when it comes to details, be prepared. Your boss wants to know that you've done the background research. The boss wants to believe that you're competent, that you're on top of things. That's why she or he sometimes picks an aspect of your job and begins to randomly ask penetrate penetrating questions. They want to know more about your job. They want to learn. So share that information open, openly and willingly. Therefore, whenever you're meeting with the boss, have the details ready, have the background so that you can answer the questions and look like you know what you're doing. Now, one of the pieces of information about getting stuff done that's really important is that you should not ever surprise your boss. That sounds like something a little bit odd, but think about this. The secret fear that every boss has is that his or her employees are screwing up, but not saying anything about it. So even if you're afraid that there's some bad news that might be upsetting the boss, make sure he or she is informed. If the boss consistently shoots the messenger, you can ignore this rule because behavior shows he doesn't he or she doesn't really want to be in the know. However, it's my contention that you don't want to surprise the boss. It's not a good uh, situation. Last, and this is something that we talk about in the mentor program at thasecurity.com, be true to your word. Ethics counts. You have one shot at ethics. Your boss wants to trust you really. Therefore, when you accept an assignment, follow through religiously. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Get stuff done. Even if it comes down to a fanaticism for getting things done with every detail, get it done. Write down the numbers. Record the numbers. Record the dollars. Record the percentage of improvement. Make this a resume writing moment. Do what you say you're going to do and do not overcommit. I'm laughing because many times in my past I've overcommitted. Avoid hedging bets with vague statements like I'll try or maybe. Make your words carry weight. This is an important component of getting stuff done. This has been 10 Minutes with Tim Hoffman of thasecurity.com and our mentor program all about getting stuff done. Hope everyone stays safe.